Hello, and welcome to Soothing Pod's Sleep Stories. My name is Arif, and tonight I will be your guide as we journey far beneath the crystal waves of a distant sea to explore long-forgotten civilizations and the wondrous beauty of the worlds hidden on the ocean floor. Before we dive under the waves together, however, let us take a moment to relax and find comfort in the place that we are in here and now. Close your eyes and allow your body to sink into the mattress beneath you. Here and now, there are no obligations, there is no to-do list. By simply closing your eyes and listening to the sound of my voice, your mind and body are starting to relax and rest. No matter where your thoughts may wander, your body is at rest, and soon it will sink into sleep as we go on this journey together. Slowly turn your attention to the comfort of the mattress beneath you. Notice the points where the mattress kindly cradles your body. You can feel the plush mattress beneath your legs, your arms, your back, or your torso. You can feel the touch of your pillow, welcoming your head down to rest, and giving it a place to unwind. For a brief moment, let's imagine that you are not in your bedroom at all. Instead, you are somewhere else, and even with your eyes closed, by the smell of the air, you begin to realize where you are. The air is brisk and invigorating as you breathe it in, a gentle breeze sweeping across your body and kissing your skin. The air smells of salt water, of sand, of distant pine trees that are hugging rocky cliff sides. With every breath of that fresh ocean air, you feel your body relaxing more and more. It is as if your body knows this is a place to rest, to be, simply by tasting the freshness of the air around you. The breeze gently brushes against your skin as it makes its way across the rippling waves in the distance and journeys into those stunning cedar and pine trees behind you. 
lacing through their lofty branches like a ribbon of serenity. You can hear it, too, the soft, ever-so-soft whoosh as the breeze traces ripples and waves across the surface of the ocean. The sound of the air whisking across the golden sand beneath you. The sound of the wind rustling the leaves on the trees, which dance and sway together in a never-ending dance. A display of the world in perpetual motion. But those are not the only sounds that you hear because along with them, there is something even more relaxing, and it is coming from the foot of your bed. Gently and continuously, the waves lap the shore just in front of you, rising in the far distance and crashing against the sand at your feet rising in the far distance and crashing gently against the sand at your feet. You watch as the waves rise onto the shore, sweeping across that golden sand and bringing a layer of frothy white sea foam. As the waves retreat back into the ocean, Back to that sparkling cerulean sea, you see what they have left behind. The traces of the foam bubble and crackle on those grains of sand. Along with them, shells and pebbles pepper the beach, brought up from deep in the sea and left along the sand for people to discover. For quite some time, you watch the waves. Watch them as they rise up upon the shore, then disappear back into the sea. As they rise up onto the shore, then disappear back into the sea. And as they do, you find your breathing begins to match it. As the waves rise onto the sand, you breathe in deeply. In that breath, you feel nourished, like a wave of comfort is coming over you, not just the sand beyond you. And as those waves retreat back to the sea, you are left anew, refreshed. You breathe in as the waves rise onto the golden sand, and breathe out as they sail back into the sea. You breathe in as the waves come onto the shore, 
onto that beautiful golden sand, and you exhale that nourishing breath as they sail back into the sea. If at any point during our journey together tonight you become restless, know that you can return to this visualization for comfort, grounding, and relaxation. Now that we have taken the time to relax and find comfort in the place that we are in, here and now, let us begin our story. You find yourself on a distant shore on a rocky, glorious island. The egg yolk sun, which is high overhead, kisses your skin as it shines in the cloudless sky. The touch of its rays warms you, allowing your muscles and body as a whole to be at ease on this beautiful day. The breeze is gentle, just enough to keep the warmth of the sun from being too overpowering and allowing your body to be comfortable and cozy. Before you, the ocean sparkles in the light of that same sun. It is a mosaic of color, cerulean and turquoise and cyan and cornflower, all of which dance and sway against each other, transforming depending on how that golden sunlight falls upon them. The gentle waves that rise catch the sunlight, coruscating as if they've made of millions of millions of diamonds. Although, what lies beneath those waves and within them is far from precious than any gemstone could dream of being. Standing on the shore, you are not in a bathing suit. Instead, you find yourself in a futuristic diving suit, like something you have only seen in movies. It is like a thin, comfortable diving suit covering your arms and legs, but leaving your hands free to touch and explore the water that is before you, and the beautiful things that lie beneath it. The helmet atop your head isn't bulky or heavy. It is like you are in a cozy bubble. There is plenty of room for you to breathe, and within it, you feel a sense of freedom and comfort. Feeling secure in your suit, you take a step toward the waves. It is cool to the touch of your exposed feet, invigorating you. 
with the sun still shining on your face, it is a brilliant contrast, a reminder of what summer days are truly for. Step by step, you go deeper into the beautiful waves. You feel them rise up over your legs until you are waist deep in the water. The sand beneath you is steady and comfortable, welcoming you to continue your journey into the sea. You continue to walk, submerging your waist, your torso, and soon your whole body. Under the water, it is like a different world. The scene before you is like something out of a dream, a world beneath our world. The sun flickers through the top of the water, illuminating the shallow ocean floor that you find yourself floating just above. All around you, fish glide through the water like they are flying, weightless. They travel in schools, silvery schools that move together as a unit. For a moment, you simply watch them as they make their way through the water, sailing effortlessly wherever the gentle currents take them. They glisten in the sunlight, their thin and delicate scales, a stunning mix of blue and silver that shines with every motion they make. They glide right by your head, as if you are not even there. So close that you feel you could reach out and touch them. But instead, they continue on, sailing ahead of you. And what is ahead of you steals your breath away. There is a city unlike any city you've seen before, an ancient, forgotten city, tucked away here beneath the waves for you and only you to explore. Even after the hundreds of years that it has been here, it is still in incredible shape. The buildings have retained their height, their designs, and you can even make out the streets that lace between them. You glide forward in the water, flying through as effortlessly as the fish do. You feel weightless and free, embraced by this otherworldly place at this magical time. The fish swim alongside you, darting above and below, making long, tall arcs around you. It 
feels like you are playing with them, almost like you are a part of them. As you near the stunning ruins, their true grandeur comes to light. The buildings are blanketed in swaths of greenery, underwater plants that sway and dance with the movement of the ocean, making these ruins somehow still feel alive. They give the entire city a magical feel, like there are secrets and wonders waiting around every corner that lies before you. Tucked beneath these vibrant underwater plants, there are etchings within the ancient stone. You swim forward, running your bare fingertips along these breathtaking works of art. They are illustrations of all the things that make life beautiful. The sun and stars and moon are etched into the stone in breathtaking detail. You feel the ridges and marks of them, of this celestial work of art that was created hundreds of years ago. And within it, you swear you can feel the marks of the artist's tool, the chisels they used to chip away at this beautiful stone all those years ago. You imagine for a moment what their life was like and how they felt as they were creating this work of art. Did they know that you would be here, tracing your fingers along the surface so long after they sat down and brought it to the world? Did they know how beautiful it would become as they wove their heart and soul into each stroke of their tool? Alongside the moons, stars, and sun, there are bits and pieces of the earth scrawled across the stone, a reminder that the place they lived in was so different from our own, and yet so strikingly similar. There are stone flowers carved, so many that it looks as if they were crafting a meadow of their own. There are sunflowers, tulips, poppies, all depicted in beautiful detail. You can't help but wonder if all those years ago, the artist lay in those same meadows, if they looked upon the same mountains and valleys with awe and wonder and respect. The world around us has always been replete with wonder, and we have always been spectators of its grandeur. You run your fingers over the stone carvings one more time, 
They feel smooth beneath your touch, worn after years of sitting with the ocean in motion. For a long, long time, the ocean waves have been smoothing this surface, finishing this canvas that an artist created for his city. You back up in the waves slightly, swimming away from the intricate etchings to get a look at the building as a whole. It is tall, with tiered edges that descend downward, like a rocky cliff that a waterfall descends over. The doorway in the center is arched, with more of the carvings lining the edges of it. It's a grand doorway, one that surely belongs to a building that was once important, that was once visited by dozens of people daily. There are windows peppered across the surface of the building. For a moment, you wonder what those windows used to look out on. Were they the same flower fields that the artist carved into the building? Were there forests or citrus groves stretching as far as the eye could see? Or perhaps the view out of those windows simply overlooked this city in all its glory. From them, perhaps you could look out over this city and admire all the wonderful people within it. You swim forward, once more gliding through the water with ease. You peek around the corner of the door, wanting to get a closer look at the interior of the building. You wonder if there will be some clue, some indicator of what this building was once used for. But the inside is more worn than the outside. There appears to be a stone counter of some sort in the corner of the room. Along the tall stone walls, there is long forgotten pottery sunken into the sandy surface of the ocean floor. You swim closer and reach down, taking one of these old antique pots by the edge of the lip. It is still thick, despite all its time down here and it looks to have been expertly crafted. There is a curved handle attached to it, a curved handle that nearly mimics the curves of the waves that are surely moving across the surface of the water far above you. It is a beautiful piece of art, this piece of pottery. You move your fingers over the edges of it, 
feeling the ridges and curves that were so beautifully made by hand. It's remarkable to think that this city and everything within it was carved in a similar way, made by hands within the city, made for people within the city. You gently place the pottery back down in the sand where it belongs, perhaps weeks or months from now. Someone else will journey to this city and find it. Perhaps they will also run their hands over it and take it in, admiring how it came to be and daydreaming about who exactly it was that made it. You swim back out of the building and gaze around in awe the sunlight filtering in through the waves has cast the city aglow in coruscating light. Ripples of gold and white flicker across the surface of the buildings, marbling them. The slow, constant movement of the waves relaxes you, reminding you that there is no rush here. You can move through this city at your own pace. You can move through any journey of your choosing at your own pace. You glide through the city, relishing the feeling of the cool waves and the comforting warmth of the sun on you. The buildings around you hold thousands of stories within them, and they rise out of the sand, almost like mountains on a prairie. They rise and fall like ridges, tall buildings next to smaller buildings, next to two-story buildings, next to long single-level buildings. There aren't just a variety of sizes, but a variety of styles as well. Some of the buildings have arched doorways. Some are square, with an old, tiered design that has a regal feel to it. Other buildings have long, rectangular windows, windows that you imagine let in the fragrant breeze of distant wildflower meadows when this city was above the waves. And though this city no longer has any people living in it, that does not mean life is not found there, because everywhere you look, the city is alive with the beautiful animals of the ocean. Schools of fish cruise through the streets, rising and falling as they make their way around the buildings and rocks that have fallen in their way. 
The plants swaying along the walls and in the windows and doorways of the building add a natural, colorful layer to the city. You can see the motion of the waves within them as they sweep back and forth over the buildings. And alongside those plants, flecked around the surfaces of the city, there are more creatures to be found. You swim forward towards the edge of what appears to be an old home. Starfish are scattered across the surface, like stars twinkling in the night sky. They are an array of colors, each unique and beautiful in its own way. There's a bright pink one, a pale bubblegum one, a beige one with stripes of dark mahogany brown. There's even a purple and red starfish, so vibrant that for a moment it doesn't even seem real. You lean in close to them, admiring their beauty. Some of them remain steadfast on the surface of the walls, while others inch along, moving their arms and legs. The dots and ridges alongside their backs are even more incredible up close, like they've been painted by the ocean. It's hard to believe creatures as strange and wondrous as them could survive here. But you are eternally thankful that they can. You look down to see that they are not the only creatures who have made this city home. Along the sand, nestled against the edge of the building, next to a rock, a sea urchin sits, its sleek black spines almost make it look like a sculpture that's been placed there for decoration. There are a few more nearby, a group of them tucked away alongside some kelp and other undersea plants. You bid adieu to the starfish and sea urchins, continuing your journey through this beautiful underwater city. And with each turn you make, there are more and more stunning fish to be discovered. There are bright yellow fish, so bright they look as though they are trying to mimic the sun that is far above the waves. There are orange fish, like the color the setting sun paints the sky. They travel separately, weaving in between the other fish to create a moving art piece, 
a display of oranges, yellows, blues, and silvers, each one somehow more beautiful than the last. They look so at peace here as they meander through the waves with no particular goal in mind but to continue on. You press on through the city. Sometimes you allow your fingers to trace along the edges of the buildings. But as you press on swimming, the buildings become further and further apart. It seems that you are slowly reaching the outskirts of the city, reaching the suburbia and farmland of years and years ago. There's one thing in particular that sticks out to you. One building that has an aura about it that makes a sense of peace wash over you. A building all by its lonesome, far away from the edges of the city. It is a simple stone building with a simple square roof. But one side of the building is covered in etchings. The wall that's covered in etchings is perhaps the most beautiful display of art that you've seen so far. The carvings are much like the carvings you saw atop that building in the center of the city. The bottom is a layer of flowers poppies, sunflowers, and tulips, which stretch far up this mural of sorts. Even with the plants covering the stone and the years of wear, you can make them out almost perfectly. Then, in the center of the mural, there appears to be a depiction of a family people standing arm in arm, while some people march along, smiles on their faces. Some of the people hold hands, while others seem to march to the beat of their own drum. And yet, they are in perfect unison. Then, at last, you notice the top of this work of art. There lies a sun high in the sky, a bright, beautiful thing whose light you imagine this whole scene is basking in. You simply wade in the waves, taking in this beautiful mural for all that it is. It seems whoever lived in this home was an artist. Perhaps even the artist that carved the drawings on that other building all those years ago. And it looks as though the scene is a reflection of their family, of their life. The smiling faces, the individuals who all come together to be part of something even bigger than themselves. 
The thought alone brings a smile to your own face. It is a work of art that puts things into perspective. You swim to the window, taking in the scene before you. It is a simple, single-room home. In the far corner, you can make out what looks to be a hearth. You imagine for a moment how many meals were eaten around the hearth, how many stories were shared over its warmth. It is a tight space for a family, but judging by the mural and how you feel standing within the space, you know they were happy in spite of it. There's pottery in the corner, pottery that was probably their pride and joy. There was so much work and love put into every bit of this home and the life that was created here. Swimming in the doorway, you turn to get a look at the view from it. In the distance, the city can be seen. It's what you imagine the downtown area would be, stretching along what used to be the coast. You can picture the smoke rising from hearths all over the city. The sound of the hustle and bustle ringing out from the far distance. There were so many lives there, and they all were surely full of stories to tell. You imagine what this home was, tucked away from the city. It appears that it may have been a farm, perhaps a farm that grew flowers, flowers just like the ones depicted. There could have been sprawling fields of sunflowers, poppies, and tulips here, fields that stretched to the far horizon spreading out from the edges of the city. You imagine there were trees, big oak trees that provided shade for the family to laugh and eat their meals under, big cypress trees that reached up to the rays of the sun, just like the plants beneath the water here appear to when the waves are still and calm. It seems as though this place was just as peaceful all those years ago as it is now. You feel blessed to be able to be still in a place as beautiful as this, and it serves as a reminder of so many things of how humans prosper from the same things, no matter when or where they are born, how we crave the sunshine, how we look to the moon and stars for answers, and with eternal questions 
about how flowers refresh us and remind us of the beauty of life. And, most of all, about how precious human connection really is. Feeling revitalized, you begin to make your way back to the city. You look back at that single room stone farmhouse, imagining what it may have looked like all those years ago. For a brief second, you swear you can see the children running through the meadow, ducking beneath the shade of oak trees. You swear you can see an artist etching the mural into the wall, casting pleased glances over their shoulder at their children every now and again. And as you swim back into the city, you feel as lucky as that artist, because you are here, beneath the waves, breathing in the beautiful colors and sights around you. You are watching the brightly colored fish sail by, streaking a mosaic of blue, silver, orange and yellow through the cool ocean waves. You are watching plants sway on these ancient buildings, giving them new life even in the absence of the old. You are watching the starfish wiggle their little arms and legs, moving along in this slow, peaceful world. As you near the surface, you feel much lighter, invigorated by this experience, touched by it. When you step onto the sand of the beach and feel the sun really shine across your face, warming you to your core, you can't help but think about how beautiful this world is. I hope you have enjoyed this sleep story, and it has helped guide you to a night of peaceful rest and sleep. Please, join me again tomorrow night for another sleep story. Until then, sweet dreams.